Welcome to Lost in Menstruation, the podcast with Gemma Barry from the Well Woman Project, the podcast that talks about women's health. Hey peoples, how are we all doing out there? It's uh, strange times at the moment, strange times, and uh, I've been asked by quite a few people, are you still doing your podcast, Gem? Um, and if anyone knows me, then you will know how much of a technophobe I am. And currently it's been an hour trying to get the old garage band going, but I've persisted mainly because my husband's home. Um, so I am enjoying the lockdown because it does mean I have tech support on hand. Um, and here we are with another episode. So, uh, yeah, I just really wanted to check in with everyone, see how they're doing, um, in amongst a pandemic. I mean, new one on me. I've never tread, treaded this road before. Treaded? Is that even a word? I don't know, but let's run with it. And she has just released her new podcast, um, which I can't remember the name of. Uh, I should really write some notes for this kind of thing. But yeah, you'll find it if you Google it. I would strongly suggest you do. Um, she's got some amazing episodes coming up. Um, but her first one was just beautiful. Um, and it was talking a lot about finding ourselves in uncharted waters, uh, not just with the pandemic we find ourselves in, but also starting new things. Like she was obviously talking about starting her new podcast and um, it can be anything that we're trying. Uh, and it really resonated with me because um, I know a lot of women I would go so far to say is like 90 99.9% .9 of women have uh, problem periods uh, and we don't even know it because it's not it's our normal isn't it it's like it we don't really talk about periods in a everyday capacity so if we're suffering with um probably pain is something that we would share because it just enables us to do nothing um but you know if they're very heavy if they're very clotty if they're very light if they're um really irregular in fact some women don't know that their periods are irregular and i say all of this without judgment because how the fuck can you know if you don't know right so I can sometimes feel like I am set on repeat because I'm blathering on about the same things all the time. And it's because I am in this bubble, like I live, eat, breathe periods. Kind of weird, but true. Um, like my inbox, it, it just things about vaginas. People will send me memes, funny stuff, articles. Like I am swamped with fannies. Uh, and that is my world and I love it but I know that that isn't the norm for everyone so I'm consuming all of this stuff and reading and you know have been working in this arena now for a really really long time um, and that is my norm so you know I can be out for <laughs> a um, evening you know like even at my comedy gigs or I mean especially at my comedy gigs because I'm always talking about fannies but um yeah, even on like parties, nights out, meeting up with my friends, I will guarantee you that it will come back round to periods, vaginas, fannies, you name it, we will be talking about it. Generally because people know that I'm really open and I will discuss anything, but um, 
also, you know, that's my interest and people will ask me questions about it. Men and women, you know, um, and kids as well, which is great. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a really wonderful world that I find myself in. But I know that that isn't the norm for every woman. Um, and there's still a lot of shame and fear and tabooness around speaking up about it. Um, and that goes so far as to say that even those who will speak up about, oh, I've got my period or whatever, you know, it can be met with, oh, yeah, you've got your period, as if, you know, it's like a derogatory thing. Um, and, you know, and I know that that comment can be said by guys like, oh, have you got your period? Is that why you're being, like, ridiculous? And it makes you just want to poke their eye out with a spoon. Um so I get it, it's, it's such a loaded kind of place we find ourselves in, but I do implore that we own it um, and be like, well, yeah, I have. Like, are you bleeding out of one of your orifices? No, so wind your neck in. Um, but, yeah, when we, when we are finding ourselves in a place that we're unaware of, um, it's a really, it's, it's difficult. So I know that by me wanging on about periods and you know the norms I mean I hate the word normal but we have to have some sort of benchmark of where to work from um it's really really important because it might be that you're listening to this now and suddenly thinking crap I didn't know that uh and it will help you know lead you into a place of discovery about yourself which is really important because our periods are like they're a, another way of assessing our overall overall health and um if they're not uh you know running at their optimum level then that is a reflection on our overall health as well so that's not just coming down to like fertility or anything like that it is a general overall health marker um because you know we have many periods we're not always trying to get pregnant um you know that ha that happens a handful of times and uh i get quite cross actually at um how our periods are always lined up with fertility and women who are having trouble with fertility I mean this is when they become experts in their periods and cycles and hormone levels and you know when I work with women who are on a fertility journey like man are they the experts in their body and it it feels such a shame to me that that happens at such a point in your life that you know we should know this stuff beforehand um, because I think we could head off quite a few issues around our own health and well-being um, if we were the experts in our bodies and also the experts in you know what we're putting in our bodies and all of that kind of thing um, so yeah a big part of my work I suppose really is sharing that autonomy of giving permission almost to you guys to say yeah it's actually okay to ask questions <laughs> absolutely ask questions you know and always give yourself the space to um to breathe and you know never feel rushed into something um if you're you know ever feeling pressured by a health professional of any 
you know, shape or form, really. So, um, yeah, so what a normal period um, kind of what we're looking for is uh, a period that starts and stops with no great fanfare I usually refer to these as like boring periods they are the like gold standard if you like that you have um you know they start straight out the bat there's no stop start situation there's no um like sticky brown blood at the start there's no uh massive clots during there's no um pain which is a big one Now, like, pain is such a subjective topic, you know. Uh, I could whack you in the head with something, someone else, someone else, someone else, you know, and you'd all feel it differently. It is a very subjective thing. Um, That's why we talk about sort of pain thresholds and things like that. I don't necessarily believe in a threshold of pain, particularly, like, throughout my nursing, I you know, had to do a lot of things that were quite uncomfortable to people from, you know, taking bloods, just taking a plaster off of someone's arm can be really uncomfortable if you don't do it properly, right up to having, you know, ports in, bathing wounds, all of that kind of thing. Uh, And not just that, but also the uncomfortable stuff of um, having to do very personal care for people, and that can lead them to feel really uncomfortable emotionally as well. So, what I have found in my experience is that people don't actually have like a threshold of pain so much as they have um, sort of an understanding about themselves. They're able to put themselves in a place where they won't panic about things or, um, you know, they can use techniques and stuff or they feel safe in the environment in which um, things are happening. So, this has never been more important in your, like, the first experience of something. If you are um, being reassured and, you know, the, the person that you're with, I remember having to do a um, a port access once, which uh, a port is a, is a fixed um, central line, basically, that is inserted in underneath the skin. And uh, kids who have long-term, or adults can have these as well, but if they have long-term illnesses where they might need repeated medications, then um, they have these put in to save their veins and all that kind of stuff, and it just makes the whole process a lot easier. But obviously, it is a needle going into this pore access, and uh, that can be scary and a little uncomfortable. Um, so I remember working with this uh, this little girl. She was about 11, and... Um, it was the first time, unbeknown to me, it was her first time that she'd had this um, port accessed. And uh, I kind of, I, I picked this up by accident, really. It was someone just said to me, oh, Gem, can you just go in there and do this? And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, no worries. Thinking, take me sort of 15 minutes max. An hour and a half later, we were, it was like a broom cupboard, the little treatment room that we were in. It was so, so small, really hot. And uh, bless her heart, she was just like, right, I'm ready now. Oh my God, no, I'm not ready now. I'm ready now. No, no, I'm not ready now. Um, And it was that fear, it was the anticipation of, Uh, what it was going to be like and all of that that really spiked 
her um, feeling about it and she was almost feeling it before it ever, you know, even happened. When eventually we got it in, she said to me, oh my God, that was nowhere near as bad as I thought it was going to be. And that has set her off now on a trajectory of that experience is okay. So the first experience of something is so, so important. Um, And, you know, creating this sort of place of safety and confidence when I work with women that, you know, there is never any TMI, there's never any um, embarrassment of talking about anything, you know, we can get as detailed as you need to get, it's absolutely okay, and I'm not going to bat an eyelid, um, and I will put you at ease if you feel a little uncomfortable about it, because, you know, we have to talk about these intimate things, because it's just where it is. Uh, So yeah, pain and stuff is um, a really interesting uh, concept, but periods needn't be painful and it isn't a given that um because you have periods then they are going to be because some women out there don't have any pain uh and that's not just luck um that you know that is that is the norm uh I used to have horrifically painful periods and I don't anymore um I've done you know a lot of work and stuff I'm sure you've um sort of read my articles and and listened to me wanging on about it enough to know but um you know so you can change that uh, and pain is definitely like the first and foremost marker in our bodies that something isn't right um you know if you had a bad back or you were limping or you know you suddenly developed a pain somewhere you know overnight more acutely you know if you broke something then you're going to feel this pain because it's alerting you hey things aren't well in your body right now and you need to do something about it but for some unknown reason when it comes to periods we're just like nah that's fine you know I know it's probably not ideal but it'll go away I'll just take some Brufin, paracetamol, codeine, whatever it is that you're on, tramadol sometimes people are taking, you know, these are hardcore medicines and um, I'll just take it because in a few days it'll be gone and then we forget about it because that is another human trait of ours, you know, uh, whilst we're in it, it's disabling and then once we get out of it, we kind of like, oh, well, we're all right now. Um, but yeah that that cycle that's not a healthy cycle to be in and if you were like that with any other kind of condition um like we would be seeking help for that so uh yeah pain is a really interesting one now like our um our uterus actually doubles in size and weight during our period so to say that there's going to be no sensation would be a lie um you know you will feel that kind of heaviness of bloating um if you do too much around your period like too much jumping about for example uh you know that can feel uncomfortable for sure so you have to give your body respect like it's inflamed at that point naturally so but again like if you had a tendon that was inflamed you wouldn't be weight lifting on it you would be resting it until such time that that had gone down and uh you could use that tendon and muscle properly again it's exactly the same concept for our uteruses <coughs> excuse me i'm gonna to need to take a swig of tea so um yeah there's lots of other symptoms like 
if uh, our period is very light, for example, or it's done and dusted within a day, you could think you're living the dream. That isn't really ideal either um, because it's suggesting that, you know, hormone patterns and such aren't doing what they need to do because you should have a period for, you know, at the very least two to three days um, and no more really than kind of five to seven. We're looking at around about a week. Um, and what else is really interesting is uh, like charting. Oh my God, I go on and on and on and on and I will continue to about this because it is so important. Um, like how the bloody hell we're meant to know and remember like I can't fucking remember what I had for dinner last night let alone when my period started and stopped and all the little tiny nuances that have happened in you know in the days around my cycle like unless I write that shit down it's never I'm never gonna remember it um so yeah charting is is so so important and uh you can if you go over to my website um, on the homepage and go right down to the bottom you can find the sign up for my newsletter if you sign up for my newsletter then you will get my free charting course which is a video um, of me going much more in depth about why it's great and what's important about it but also how to fill out my chart um, which you can also download now um, you might not want to be old school I like it pen and paper that's me set because like I say I'm a total technophobe but you can still transfer those um, like those ideas and concepts onto an app please make sure that you um, download your apps often because I lost about four years worth of um, information which was pretty upsetting let me tell you uh so yeah but charting is such um an important thing because we just can't keep hold of all of the information and what is interesting is that um women can say to me oh yeah yeah I've got a totally regular cycle and then when we look at it over the course of a year we'll see that it's swinging around all over the place um again your period needs to be roughly regular you know so if your um if your regular if your cycle is pretty much the same now it doesn't have to be 28 days that's just kind of an arbitrary number really but anywhere between 23 34 5 days can be normal for people right so if your cycle is 35 days for example um and it comes in around 35 days so one month it's 35 then it's 34 um, then it might be 36 the next month or whatever that's pretty regular you know within a day or two of of your sort of average number um if we're getting into the realms of a period that is 22 days then it's 28 days then it's 35 days or it's you know 30 days and then it's 38 days and then it's 30 days again and then it's 36 days you know these that is an irregular cycle and that is indicative of again hormonal fluxes that aren't great in your body so um you can start to see that you really build this picture of yourself and what your cycle is up to and you know things change like 
like the seasons do um our cycles will change over time like when we first started our periods that looks very different different to where we are in the middle of our periods to how it will look when we're coming to the end of having our cycle and stuff so um things will change and um that's normal for sure but it's understanding what is like normal changes for you and what is different and what isn't and if we've no benchmark then it's very difficult to know if we're stepping outside of our own norms and um you know women can sometimes then be a bit slow on the uptake of actually seeking help and going to get it checked out because they're never 100% sure how long things have gone on for like um you know if uh, I'm, for example, I'm chatting to a client and we're asking about um, what hormonal treatments she's been on over the course of her life when that started and stopped, it's really difficult to recall that information because, um, you know, we don't, we have to work on sort of averages and stuff like that. So to really get a clear picture of stuff, you have to note it down absolutely without a shadow of a doubt because our brain just can't keep all of that information on board and uh, it takes like a nanosecond of your day to do so um yeah it can be really really helpful to then note what is going on um and I think what's really interesting is that I will get um I will get women saying things to me like oh but I don't have um heavy periods for example uh but I do get pain um or I don't get pain but I do have really heavy periods and they're very clotty or I don't have clotty periods or painful periods but they're massively irregular we find out you know so every woman is different like I could give you all of the um variables in the world for how like a period combination could come together and I still wouldn't cover them at all so it's you know it's really interesting to take a stock take if you like of your own experience of your period and what's going on and um you know maybe chat to other people your mum that's always good to a good person to chat to or your sisters um but also, you know, your friends, whoever you're kind of comfy with, really. Because when we start sharing um, and finding out about other women's cycles, then we've got like a benchmark to think, oh, maybe, maybe that isn't the norm then. Because yours is like that and yours is like that. And it's not anything to do with comparison or judgment or anything like that. It's just finding out that, you know, your, what you class as your norm um might not be and like I said way back at the start of this I would say that 99.9% of women don't have a period that um fits the norm if you like because one we're all individuals and two let's face it we all know fuck all about our periods um we we didn't have an amazing education at school uh I mean I can barely remember what my sex ed was about, but it was always geared around pregnancy. Um, And uh, the period chat, well, all I can remember is my biology teacher who had blatantly pulled the short straw to take this class, 
putting a tampon into a test tube of water and it basically like filling up the whole test tube and her eyes are just like oh fuck now they're gonna think that this is what it looks like you know and all of us were like wide-eyed thinking holy hell I don't want that anywhere near me um yeah that was kind of like my takeaway from uh from what our like sex education and uh like period education was um no boys were present in any of that um you know it was just it was really awkward and uh yeah I I, my period health education really started in my 30s which is way too late considering I started my periods when I was 14 uh you know that just no I I should have had much more of a heads up about all of this um than now so uh yeah I really urge you to um to chat to your kids you know to to your daughters and stuff if you have them or nieces you know friends of family you know whatever but really be open and honest about all of this because um yeah we really depend on on that we can only do this as a collective. So yeah, I hope this has been um, helpful. And uh, yeah, I will be will be back on here for many more pandemic period podcasts. Um, maybe that should be my new name of my podcast. Uh, but uh, I hope you're all keeping well. And um, yeah, take care of each other. And if you've any questions about any of this, then do drop me an email. All right, my darlings, you take it easy and I shall see you again very soon. Ta-ta for now. Thanks so much for tuning in. Please come and find me on the socials. Facebook page, The Well Woman Project, Instagram, Well Woman Project, and my website, thewellwomanproject.com.